So welcome everybody to the bonus edition of Leadership, the Future and Tea, and this is Ethical Leadership. And for our bonus question today, uh, we've got Hiten and Deborah still with us. Ian's had to run off. So we're going to start by asking Deborah and Hiten about how do we grow and develop ethical leaders and stay competitive? And it does actually follow on from what we've just been discussing. Um, Deborah, I know that you're chomping at the bit on this one, so I'm going to hand over to you straight away. Well, listen, I mean, the, the hamsters are running a little bit wild in my mind right now because it's <laughs> such a cool question and it's such a loaded question. And I think, you know, there's there's the, the macro view of this and then there's the micro view. So the macro view, I would say, is we start we start young, right? We start with kids. We start in schools. Exactly. We start yep. looking at the behavior that we reward and that we punish. Um, we stop normalizing, you know, under the table deals and we stop normalizing. We, we stop encouraging a conspiracy of silence, yeah. you know, because I think all of that starts at a young age. Um, you know, th that culture of fear and, and, and fear of speaking up, um, if, if we can challenge that on a, on a macro level, it will change the world. Um, but unfortunately we need to focus on what we can change. And obviously we all know the only thing that we can truly control and change is ourselves. So yeah. starting with yourself and, and modeling the behavior that you want to see and, you know, just the honesty and, and, and Hitain was saying this in the main episode around the truth and the honesty and, and, and love and acceptance. You know, I think, yeah. um, I think people, even if they are a little bit morally or ethically bankrupt, I think people do have an understanding of things that happen in the shadows that you can't speak about openly, that you need to hide from others, might not be okay, you know, well, so I think... Well, well, I just want to echo what you said there, and I think it's a beautiful starting point you've given us about actually starting off with young people, because... Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I had a fantastic uh, school and I went to a wonderful sixth form. And as part of that, we had our uh, entrepreneurs club. Yeah, we set up, um, wow. we set up a, a business here and we sold stuff. And, and that, at a truly young age, gives you the opportunity to, to practice your business leadership, to actually practice mm. and define right. the decisions, whether it's an accountancy decision, um, whether it's your profit and loss and what you're declaring and what you're not, whether it's actually the sourcing <laughs> of whatever it is that you're about to sell. Yes. What, what's your ethical sourcing and what checks have you put in place mm. to actually make sure that the, the suppliers that are giving you these goods are genuinely actually uh, staying on track as, as to what they've promised. I, I, I think, Deborah, you've, you've really nailed it. I think it truly starts at whatever youngest age that you can give people and talking about those ethics. Yeah, and. Okay. And again, for me, I've talked about being a scout. And again, I truly believe that for me, that was part of my learning as well, of, of learning at a very young age about a set of values, that credo that we've just talked yeah. about. Yeah. Um, mm. That 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 was given to me then. Uh, so I, I, I haven't, yeah. it's not something I've learned in adult life is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Yes. For me, I, the, the values, the, the ethics that I hold myself to account today were learned prior to being 18. Wow. You learn wow. those as a kid. Wow. And I think the other thing, Hiten was asking earlier, you know, we, we were talking about how do we know that our leaders are ethical? And and I think one of the important things that we need to do, um, and, and I do this when we, when we do a culture canvas and any kind of workshops, mm -hmm. is I get teams to discuss even over statements. So to agree, and it, it very much comes down to the credo, to say we will... Um, 
prioritize the health and well-being yeah. of our people even over profit or well, even right. over you know so so getting your team together to discuss that and yeah. to be very clear on those even over statements we will prioritize our culture even over potential money that we could make from other clients i think that that's goes fun. a long I, I, way to gaining clarity i think it's fantastic learning Hiten, do you do anything like that in your uh, in your leadership sessions uh, like what? Sorry, Andy. You know, focusing with the with the leaders and things like that. Even over, do you really do you get people to to challenge themselves about where, where their boundaries are in you know for some ethical or moral decisions? You know, one thing that that that, that I do do, and um, I, I think one thing that is very powerful for all of us to 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 do is to ask the question why. Yeah. Why? Is, mm. Why is such a powerful? Um, question why do you do anything why, why do you do anything that you do and you know you can carry on so for example for example right um i have to get up early in the morning and put in a hard you know hard days of work why so that mm. i can get money so i can make money so i can make some good money why yeah. so i can provide for my so i can provide for my family i can pay my mortgage i can pay my bills why yeah. um so i can get nice things so 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 you know i'm uh, but why and then when you boil it down, what I often find in my coaching sessions, you know, you keep asking a series of whys, why that, sure. why this, or yeah. why you don't. Mm. And, and what happens is you get to the, 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 the end where, where, where you can't ask why anymore. And usually, you know what that is? You know what the answer is? It's happiness. Right. OK. Right at the right at the bottom where you can't because because happiness is an end in itself. If you say, well, why do you want to be happy? Well, happiness just is yeah. happiness. It is right. It doesn't make sense to say, well, why do you want to be happy? Because I like it. the end in itself. So all of human endeavor from a philosophical point of view is ultimately every action, everything that we do is about happiness, about about making happy. You know, the people that are the people that are, you know, that we spoke about in the previous podcast. You know, you mentioned yeah. some that was, um, you know, did all of these cheats and got that statue and went on that island and, and spent all this money lavishly. Ultimately, he's thinking in his mind, he's making himself happy through doing all of this. Yeah. And people have different definitions of what happiness is. But I think that, you know, when you come down to basics, when you ask yourself, you know, do I really need, um, you know, if you think about the tap in your kitchen, yeah. is it important that the tap in your kitchen gives you clean water? Or, uh, you know, imagine another, another tap that is gold encrusted with diamonds on it. Yeah. But it actually doesn't but it but it doesn't work and it doesn't give you any yeah, that's right. it doesn't give you any water. And it doesn't actually yeah. give you any water, right? Yeah. And, and and imagine there's a drought and there's no more water. What tap is more important? The the one that gives you clean, healthy water, right? Always. Rather than gold encrusted rather than a gold encrusted, you know, uh tap with diamonds. What what good what good is diamond and gold if you haven't got water? Yeah. Yeah. So and... it's about effective. Yeah, so and, I can go on. So, so. Uh, listen, I, I, I think it's fantastic. I, I completely get your point. And, and this is this actually brings us nicely back around to this bit about um, how do we how do we create these leaders and stay competitive all at the same time? And, uh, and you know, I, I think about this, this a lot. And my simple answer to this is that by actually creating ethical leaders that do the right things, that are actually humble people, that are concerned for the greater good, that are looking after and serving others around them, that naturally you will 
actually generate the success and you know, then create the competitive nature. You, you will do that. Yeah. But what you won't do is actually last very long by doing the wrong things. Exactly. Exactly. There may be short term gain. Short term. You know, yeah, short term. There's plenty of examples of unethical leaders that appear to have have gained. And they're like, oh, well, they did the wrong thing and they gained. Yeah. Well, they did the wrong thing and they gained. So why don't yeah. I do it? And that's, exactly. but, but what I'm saying is something even more deeper than that. If you were to actually look at their, if you were to look at their lives, and I would say and ask within themselves, are they happy? Yeah. Do they have peace within their heart? Exactly. And I would question it. I don't know the answer to that, but yeah. I would I, I, I would say that, you know, when you do the right thing, there's a, there's, there's a well-being payoff that any yeah. material payoff can't can't match, in Correct. my opinion. Yeah. I, listen, I, th I think you're dead right. Deborah and Hiten, uh, I love speaking to you guys. You know that. And we could continue uh, these conversations forever. But thanks very much for contributing to that bonus edition of Leadership, the Future and Tea and Ethical Leadership. We're going to wrap up there and say thanks very much to Hiten and Deborah. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank Thanks. you. Okay, see everybody. See you on the next episode. Bye-bye.